Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is another edition of Rich Answers, where every Monday I answer questions from past podcast guests, uh, typically three to five questions, either about myself, questions they want to know about me, or just thoughts on the world and life itself. Um, last week, we had Mariam Mansour from Istanbul. This week, we have Maya Mansour from Istanbul. They are scientists, material engineers, gemologists, uh, you name it, they, they can do it. They are fantastic individuals. I'm just like so impressed by them. And uh, Maya provided some fantastic questions for us to answer today. We are recording this on the farm in Wisconsin. So uh, we got this beautiful background. It is so peaceful. Can you guys hear the birds? The wind, it's so relaxing. You know, I come back here in the summer and it's just like, do I really want to go back to Chicago right away? Uh, but sometimes I do because I can't upload the files. The internet's too slow out here. So I have to go back to Chicago. I do want to say, so I missed the third question that Miriam asked me last week. I try to memorize them as best I can, but um, I forgot it, so I made one up. She asked, just to start start this off by answering uh, Miriam's final question, she asked, what advice would you give your younger self? Great question. So I, I had some more time to think about this since it's been an extra week. Again, thank you for the questions. That was a lot of fun. We recorded last week at the Lincoln Park, uh, like outside the zoo and conservatory. Beautiful. I would say the, the advice I would give my younger self is, you're right. You're right. And this is what I say to young people, is like you probably have this feeling inside you like what you want to do about your life and with your life and um, dreams you have and you pretty much you pretty much know right it's whether or not you have the courage to pursue that so I would say to my younger self you're right man keep doing it keep doing it and uh, I'd also say this your answers are not on the internet they are not on the internet they are inside you You've had them inside yourself the whole time. You just have to reveal them. I will say this too. I'm curious about the advice my future self will give to me now. That's what I'm really curious. Like putting myself in my future self's shoes. Like what am I missing right now that I'll know in the future? I think that's something I'm, I'm very curious about. So thank you. Miriam for that that question. Now, back to Maya's questions. You can follow her on Instagram at indefinitely creative scientist. Again, uh, her and her sister and brother, Mubashir, I'm so happy that I met them. And they're doing fantastic work and it's people like this where you you really get excited and hopeful about the future of humanity. So on to the questions. 
Question one that Maya asks is, this is a good one. When was the last time you painted and what did you paint? The last time I painted was probably 2018, 2019. I used to paint uh, quite a bit. It's a fun activity and, and I know you do it. You, I've seen videos of you, you're, you're very talented. I paint like geometric shapes, um, just kind of designs. For me, it's just like a way to kind of express myself and I would use the primary colors. Cause I think during this time when I was painting, I, you know, I painted probably since like 2012, 2013 on, just like every now and then. It's a different activity for your mind, certainly. Sometimes I'll go to the Art Institute of Chicago and then come right back and just like paint. And, uh, you know, at night would have like, uh, I used to have like a, this bottle of like Talisker, Talisker, Talisker Storm Scotch and uh, some wireless headphones that would Bluetooth and it sounded fantastic. And I would just paint and sip on some Scotch. I enjoyed that. And then, um, so I, I would have all these paintings and going to the Art Institute since like 2018, I became a member and I would just go like almost every week. And when I go to the Art Institute, I feel like really competitive. Like I, I'm really competitive at the Art Institute, especially in the contemporary wing. So I go through and I see the, the paintings and the art that people make and I'm like, well, I can do that. So. So then I was like, okay, so how am I gonna do that? And I would go in the gift store, the museum store, and I would see these books, right? And, and the books have prints in them. And I was like, that's how I'm gonna do it. Because I was coming off, uh, I wrote my first book. I had pretty much written my second book and we were working on the illustrations. So the third book was actually an art book. And I was like, uh, digital art. So I'm going to create digital art and then print them in there. So it'll be like my art or interpretation or, or expression and just put it in a book and have like philosophical sayings with it or like life lessons. And so I started working with somebody who I knew knew how to use the program Illustrator, Adobe Illustrator. And we would meet up like once a week at a coffee shop and I would basically bring to him like drawings that I wanted him to create in this program. And I just, I really enjoyed it, but it was like, is not enough for me. Like I didn't want to wait one week to like constant, to like make a few. And the few that we made when we would meet up were like, were good. But they also like weren't, there's just some, there's something off about it in a way. So I kind of grew impatient. I just started teaching myself Adobe Illustrator and then just like just made just made digital art using the primary colors um, it kind of representative like a digital form of the paintings that I would make with the primary colors and that's how primary ponderings came to be and that was such a fun time of my life you know just like at night and listening to music and just making digital art and just, that was so much fun.
Um, I haven't really made as much digital art since. What I've noticed about myself is that I like, I'll grow through kind of spurts, right? Like I was super into making digital art then. And then I've been like super into the podcast and now I'm getting back into writing again and writing fiction. So it seems like I creatively, I kind of go through different phases in a way, but what I'm kind of focused on now is like continually keep up all those different things, right? So while we're writing the book, still keep the podcast going and like not miss a beat. So uh, to answer your question, that was the last time I painted. Question two, Maya asks, what is your favorite color and why? So this last question, we just talked about the primary colors, right? Um, if you've noticed, we, we did have this question before by Olive Moya. She's a an visual artist, muralist from Denver, Colorado. Um, I dress in certain colors, like four colors. So you got gray, brown, navy blue, and dark red. And those are the colors I wear. It simplifies my decision-making in the morning. It's like variations of those colors. Uh, it's because I, I, I saw this painting by Wanda Pimentel, a uh, Brazilian artist from the 1960s. Uh, this painting, I think called like Entitled, <laughs> at the Art Institute. And I was like, I'm gonna dress like those colors. So it simplified my life. So you could say that those are my favorite colors uh, because I really won't wear anything other than those colors. It's, it would be very, very rare to see me in different colors. Um, so probably navy blue, dark red, gray, and brown, my favorite colors. Number three, ooh, this is a heavy one. Maya asks, what is your dream? That's a, that's a big question, isn't it? What is your dream? I think we all have dreams. My dreams can hardly be contained in a uh, podcast episode in this format. I have... Uh, big dreams. Dream big, as they say. My dream is to help people navigate this bridge, this time in humanity that we're experiencing right now. We're, we're experiencing this renaissance with the information revolution. And it's completely changed, you know, the trajectory of humankind. But a lot of people are afraid. They're afraid of change and they're, they're afraid of being left behind or not feeling adequate, adequate or um, capable of taking on this like such rapid change 
right? You know, because the world is changing at such a, um, a fast rate. People are in fear. And so what my dream is, is to help bridge this time in humanity and be a vehicle of love during this to show people we, we don't have to be afraid, but in fact, we can help the most amount of people realize their own dreams by using these, these tools and these ideas intentionally and effectively. I think that is my dream. And I'm a big fan of this book, Generations, by Neil Howe and William Strauss. And it's, it's a history book based on it's a American history book based on generations so if you look at making an impact in the world you know people often first thing they think about is like race religion uh, economic class social class all, all those things but to me like those are all very small really if you really want to make a difference in the world it's about generation because you have these shared experiences as a whole. Uh, political party is another one, right? We're looking at these very like less, less, less significant uh, groupings to make a difference and, and create the future and vision that we want. It needs to be generation. And when you look at this crossing into this digital revolution we have a generation millennials being digital natives and experiencing their youth during this time culture is driven by youth and so millennials were the first generation to really experience this digital world and it aligns exactly with history and what has happened in the past so millennials are considered like a, a civic generation. You have this large um, population born in a certain window. And theoretically, how this is supposed to play out and how I see when we're talking about dreams is just finding my role within the execution of what is already kind of in place, right? So the nation undergoes, during a time of crisis, the nation undergoes like this transformation or this revolution. And the civic generation is the generation to provide the leadership of where the country needs to go moving forward uh, as far as institutions and infrastructure. Now what we're seeing is the internet presents this it disrupts everything, right? So my dream is to help Americans, help the world navigate this new world in a stable way where we update institutions and organizations to to take initiative 
of the, the potential and the capabilities we have in a positive way that elevates everybody. I think it's very possible. Um, it takes a lot of work and that's kind of the overall dream is to be this uh, vehicle of love during this time and to help us transition into uh, really like this this new world that humanity is experiencing and and technology isn't slowing down so it's like how do we hold the hands of other people and guide them and lead them in a way where they don't feel left behind or um, feel like they are not loved in a way, right? So that's question three. What is your dream? Question four. Maya asks, which topics spark your curiosity? Which topics spark your curiosity? Physics? Physics right now? Uh, I don't know. The things that are happening with my life. So this is probably like over the last six months, I would say. I'm just looking for like a scientific explanation of the things I'm experiencing in life. And I have found that a lot of those answers are in physics, which is one of the reasons why I, I like talk to you in a way. Um, Maya and your, your siblings is like, I'm very curious about the laws of nature and how the universe is comprised because I'm a part of the universe. So if I better understand the universe, I can better understand myself in a way. So that's probably what I'm curious about recently. Um, I'm also very curious, this summer, people that have been following the podcast know I'm very focused on organization and systems and processes. <laughs> so I'm very curious about like how scientists um, go about like hypothesizing and testing and measuring and then recalibrating. Uh, I'm very interested in that right now. So question number five. This is question number five from Mayo Mansour. Thanks again for providing these questions. These are really good ones. You're a very deep person. You're a very uh, impressive individual. And I'm grateful to know uh, you and your siblings and have you guys on. I've got to have you guys on <laughs> again pretty soon. That was fun. Um, Maya asks, question number five, do you work more innovatively in a group or individually? This is a great question. Um, I like working on a team. I really do. I like, I love working towards a shared goal and playing a role in that. I love doing that. What I have found probably over the last years though, 
is that I just I work by myself a lot and because you, you don't have to depend on other people you just like do your thing and a lot of times like being honest like I can kind of be intense at times and I like we just talked about our dreams right like I you got to go you got to be disciplined you got to um you know go after it and sometimes like not being around people that are as self-motivated or as curious or willing to learn or let their egos get in the way like it's kind of like fine then I'll just kind of go off on my own but I know I know that in order to make an uh, a certain type of impact you have to be able to communicate and work with other people work as a team so that's what I'm excited about is uh, taking innovation from individual experiences and finding other self-motivated like-minded ambitious and thoughtful caring um, fantastic people I think that's kind of the next chapter in my life it's felt like the last four years have been training in a way uh, of just like working on my habits working on improving myself pursuing my curiosity just learning all these new skills and now it's kind of like all right now let's let's do a bunch of stuff right I think that's um, kind of the next chapter in in uh, this journey of mine I'm excited I, I was thinking too I was telling a friend this the other day. I have no idea what my future looks like. Whereas I think a lot of people in certain positions or jobs, like they know the outlook of their careers or their, um, you know, their jobs. Their job isn't going to change much over the next year or two years or whatever it may be. I don't know where I'm going to be in six months. And... I was telling him that like I'm in like new territory that I've I've never been here before. So I'm navigating it on the fly. Um and you're going to make mistakes, you're going to fail, you're going to but those are all just learning opportunities. And I'm excited. I'm excited for the future, certainly the near future long-term future um yeah we're out here just uh living life in the meantime enjoying enjoying the process right i think that's where i have to improve more it's just joy just make sure you're you're experiencing joy in all that you do and have fun and uh just love the people you're around and doing all these things with and just the world around you, right? It's fantastic. You take the time, uh, which I do, maybe a little too much, to just enjoy, enjoy life around you. It's fantastic. Um, so thank you so much.
for these questions today. This has very been this has been very introspective, and uh, I'm grateful to have the opportunity uh, to do this and to to answer these fantastic questions that you provided. So, thank you for listening and watching this edition of Rich Answers, and thanks for following Rich Conversations. Keep pursuing your curiosity and have a wonderful day.